0: Welcome to Shop Girls on My Talk 107.1. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Hope is here, too. And we're all trying to keep our distance from my mother, though we do love her so much. Thank you
1: so much. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Really? You know that? You know the memo about, like, staying home and not spreading
1: your germs when you're not feeling well? I didn't get the memo. I guess not. I guess I, not. I was supposed to get it, but somehow I didn't get it. But okay. I'm well, trying to stay away from We're everybody.
0: very glad you're here, and well, we certainly hope you I feel hope better I,
1: soon. Hope I don't pass not out. Not really. But yeah, right,
0: exactly.
1: <laughs> Wait, what was the um, not really part?
0: about you being really glad that you're here. I mean, we're oh, always glad
1: to see wait a you What did you mean? Just keep it? the
0: sneezes I that way. Grade
1: 409. It's a tough
0: season. It we got is. it is. We were just getting some great ideas from the weekly dishers. I was driving in listening to their ideas. Hope, did you feel this way because I just felt really inadequate? I felt about, like, about their ideas? I, yeah, I felt like I don't know how to make any of these things. Was, I feel like they need sleeping. to make it for us. Exactly. I was not sleeping. <laughs> that not bother her. <laughs> yes, that is it. They need to make it for us, um, starting with Steph March's polenta. I want that. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, you may want that, but Steph March was nice enough to bring me... Pink sangria in yes, a can, Yes. and oh, am I gonna just have a good time? Oh
2: <laughs> That's gonna well, cure the cold for sure. Yeah, <laughs> that seems or
1: just it, knock no. it right out. Well, it'll just make it so I don't that care that I have the cold.
0: Exactly. Could we drink that on the air? Are there any True. rules and regulations could... about drinking on radio? Yes, well, there is. Are there
1: really? <laughs> <How> <laughs> it might be, be slightly. Hope
0: fr- fr- is here to make sure we follow. It <laughs> <them>. might <laughs> be slightly frowned upon. Yeah, hope.
1: How would they know until we got a little silly?
2: Well, you're pretty much announcing. Just another week. Yeah, (laughs) just another week.
0: All right, well, let's uh, kick things off today with some, let's start with the local news and then we'll expand to the rest of the world. Sounds great. Um, So this was kind of interesting for um, those who shop and keep tabs on the North Loop. Shinola and Filson um, kind of abruptly closed their store. Now, abruptly and not abruptly. How do you know they couldn't just
1: unlock the door that day?
0: Maybe they just had a problem. Well, probably the paper in the windows and the signs that said closed. Ah, Okay. Those would have been the reasons (laughs) why there. Yes. It did not take a ton of detective work to figure out they were gone. Yep. That would seem right. Um, and when I say abruptly, I mean, generally I would think best PR move when you're closing a store is to maybe issue an announcement and say you know, we're sorry to leave this neighborhood. It served us well. We're going to be closing in three weeks or we're going to have one last event. We're looking for another location in the Twin Cities, but nope, it just closed. And Mm. here was the interesting and curious thing, and there's more to this story. Um, Shinola's president, longtime president, also resigned this week or is out, is gone, is Is done. Is that
1: the man that was here for the uh, opening um, remember? they were all
0: here. I mean, t- the, the one owner that didn't
1: want the... to be interviewed. Um, I remember him, I, yes. There was a party yeah. at, yeah. Um, well, Jack, Jacques
0: Pan, Panis, um, stepped down and he's been with them for a long time. Now, there's been rumors that, like, you know, is that store really doing well? Is yeah. Shinola really doing well? Um, you can look at, um, at that and a store that sells, you know, basically $550 plus watches. That's not an everyday purchase. You're not like, stop. That's not a corner store where you're stopping by on the way home to like, that's not an impulse buy. You know, they sell leather goods (laughs) and bicycles and watches. Right. Um, And I know, and I love the store and I love the concept and the American made and the revival of this Detroit brand. But you know, it, it, you don't feel like you're, you you do not feel compelled to go in every week because then, you know, when I go into Patina or a lot of other gift stores, it's like, yeah. I know there's always going to be something new oh, every right. time it's they're going to have look. a new display each week. There's going to be a new surprise. Shinola was not like that. No. And so I think that that is an issue. I think when they started out, they had intentions of being a much more interactive environment. Remember they had dogwood coffee when I was they first opened. Say,
1: they had a coffee bar that and was then no that there.
0: disappeared. And so yeah. the, it that wasn't
1: real welcoming.
0: Right. So so there's that issue. And then there's the issue of that corner in the north loop. And then there's the issue of, gosh, you know, we keep talking about how hot the north loop is and it is. But is it working as well as we would like to think it's or working? Or is it just Ma- uh, P- um, Martin Patrick? That's so so hot. here's the, well, I think it's more than that. Yeah. I, th- I mean, I think, you know, Spoon and Stable and, oh, yeah, no, um, Ascoff and Layson and, you know, I think a lot of things are working, but I think that there are still struggles and I think yeah. there are still days where it's hard, you know, the, the critical masses are not there. Right. So then here's the interesting twist, two interesting twists. Number one, that Shinola space, which Filson shared it, um, is already leased. It's already oh, it leased. Is. And it's leased to a local company. But we don't know who yet? We can't say. So you know.
1: You, we can't, Miss
0: Allison. We can't say. You know, can you give us a hint? Um, it's a brand that is popular. Menswear? Yeah. I Williams can't say, wear. I can't say that. Children's I'm not going to say that because I have to have people still talk to You're me. You're talking to but your mother. Here...
1: <laughs> you got to talk to your mother.
0: But, but I, I will say that it's a brand that I think is, um, that it seems like some of the neighbors in the North Loop who know about it are excited about it. And it's when a brand it that open? probably, I don't, I, the details haven't been announced. Okay. And it's a brand that if this is true, um, is very good at like, activating people, you know, like getting people to show up or to come. And I think that that's what that corner needs, because, you know, if you think about it, it's and I was talking to um, somebody who's on like the neighborhood council yesterday. And they were saying that that as much as that is such a high visibility corner, you know, you can see Shinola coming off of three ninety four. Washington is so busy it there's not a ton of parking right there if no, you don't get one all. of those couple meter spots that's right in front of washington or those couple meter spots that are around the corner on you know 3rd avenue
1: you've got to go a few blocks to or get to you a, have to go in the monte carlo lot which supposedly is free if you're going into if Genolo you're going right but Shinola is not part
0: of that no. really it's not really meant for them it's so not. you know parking is an issue and I think these are the challenges that happen whenever a neighborhood grows and evolves and gets hot and you know the the city doesn't want surface lots they want more development but it's like well you need the people to come in there aren't right. enough people even with all the people who now live in the North Loop that's not enough to support all these businesses right. you need people coming in from the suburbs yep too and if it isn't welcoming to them that's a problem yes so um that is it's just interesting to see that shakeout. i mean as we discussed you know the foundry left yeah um and i don't think they left on any you know bad terms like we got to get out of the north loop i think it's just logistically they couldn't get a space when they needed it and so they went to south minneapolis um obviously we know that leaving the north loop worked surprisingly well for Roe Wolf.
1: Oh my goodness, did it.
0: You know, they did it. They went to the Galleria as kind of an experiment. Same situation, had to vacate that same block where there's all this construction happening and and they never looked back. So guess what? Shinola and Filson, they're going to the Galleria. What a surprise! Huh? Yeah, so well, the only surprise is that Shinola actually is planning to open, and they that it isn't official, and this news of them abruptly closing kind of um, pushed things into motion that weren't ready to be announced oh. yesterday. Um, but you they, are an intrepid reporter. Well, and, so you and got I the news. no, but but Filson went ahead and announced it. Oh. Shinola has not. Filson put it on their website that they're going to the Galleria. But
1: Filson. And Shinola are not one in the same. They are owned are by they? the same company. Okay, they're they're own- both
0: owned by Bedrock Manufacturing, so they're part, so they're sister brands. Okay. But they
1: are separate
0: companies. Okay. And Filson is based in Seattle, and Shinola is based in Detroit. But they're the same owners, and so the owners can decide to put them together. The plan at the Galleria is two separate storefronts, and it oh, sounds it like it sounds like Filson is, you know. For sure, a go, and Shinola is probably a go. I mean, that's the plan. The leases are not signed. Oh, they're not. No, the leases are not signed, and generally, you know, uh, like the Galleria would never announce something that isn't signed, and the stores wouldn't either. But this was just such a weird order of events. You would think that they would have preferred to get it all buttoned up and then close, and so that they could change that narrative and close and say, we're moving instead of abruptly closing and having everybody wonder if they're still in business. Do you think
1: somebody made a mistake? I don't know. How do you make a mistake and accidentally close your store? (laughs) Because maybe the powers that be didn't quite... You know, communicate properly with I don't know. The I will locals. say, so
0: Blois Olson, who a lot of people know, who's, you know, uh, a big shot in town in, in marketing and PR, he. And politics. And he, yes. And he had, he actually tweeted a picture of the closed door to me. He was the first one. I hadn't been over in the North oh, Loop that in a day and, and a half. Imagine that. Yeah. And so he tweeted a picture, and poor Blois just needed to get his watch fixed.
1: Oh. He just really needed
0: to get his watch fixed, and he found it, oh. and he tweeted it, and Shinola responded to him later and said, we're so sorry you had to find out this way. Really? And it's like, yeah, you should be, because that doesn't look
1: very good for your customers. So if you have a Shinola watch and like, I mean, now there are other places, does Max's still carry, Max's I believe they do. They still carry Mm -hmm. Shinola. So could you go there? I mean, what would you do if If you you needed a a, watch fixed? Yeah. If you got a Shinola watch. Well, I mean, like I said, they're planning
0: to reopen, but but in the spring. But yeah, I think that Max's or I think you could probably like send it directly to the company.
1: Well, yeah.
0: I hope Blois gets it fixed. I do too. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I said, I'm sorry, Blois, I'm sorry for your trouble, but it really was helpful to me yeah. because I didn't have time to run over to the North Loop. Yeah. So thanks for the picture. Absolutely. So, anyway, that's the scoop on that. Um, another really interesting scoop when we get back, we'll tell you what Primp is doing to stay relevant and meet customer demand. And it's not what you usually hear a, a retailer doing. That's next on Shop Girls. Yeah, you, welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 107.1. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Thanks for tuning in. And thanks to those of you for writing in with scoops and tips and thoughts. We always appreciate it. You can always reach us uh, by going to mytalk1071.com and uh, clicking on the Shop Girls page. You can email us there on Twitter. It's at Allie Shops and at Harmony Kaplan. And um, where else are we? I guess that's, Uh, those are good. Those are good, right? We're on the Facebook. We're on the Facebook. I've got the the Alley Shops. And um, of course, our number here is 651-641-1071. Here's one that you might have thoughts on. I would imagine all good, but I'm curious. Um, I really appreciate when a store... Um, takes risks, tries new things. And then when they can say this one didn't work out, so we're going to acknowledge that and uh, switch it up or go back or deliver on what you guys want. Right. So Primp, which has grown exponentially, um, those of you who've been following their progress, you know, started out as one um, cheap, chic boutique, you know, kind of doing fast fashion on a local level in St. Paul way back when, corner of Selby and Dale, where they still have a store. They now have nine stores mm. in Minnesota, including Rochester and in South Dakota. They've opened one there, too. Um and so, as things have been going well, and they've been going real well for yeah. them. I mean, their strategy has worked so well of really staying out of the big malls, even though they get asked all the time. Oh, I'm sure they um, do. But really preferring to go to smaller, lower rent neighborhood places where they can, you know, make connections and um, kind of build community grassroots. They were slow to get online because they sell through things so quickly, but they've really established loyal followers. Mm-hmm. They've also been sort of raising prices. They've See, I guess kinda, I
1: haven't been in yeah. in a while. So,
0: you know, they now make a lot of their clothes. They yeah. always did. And, you know, the two owners, um, Wesley and Michelle, are both, their background is fashion design. That's how they met each other. They were both designers. And then decided to open the store. And so as they've grown, as so many stores these days, I think one of the keys to being successful is having something that's unique, not just selling other people's product. And because they couldn't find the things they wanted to sell, they started making them so they can control the prices. And they have been nudging up and trying things a little bit more sophisticated, a little bit more pricey. You know, Mm -hmm. the owners are getting a little bit older, too, and a little more comfortable. And guess what? Their customers said no, thank you. Really? They said we are not coming to you for you know one hundred and fifty dollar, two hundred dollar dresses. We're coming to you because we know we can find something that's fifty bucks yeah, and, and looks great.
1: Wasn't it usually under a hundred? Yes, wasn't that their that goal? was their initial yeah.
0: pledge was that everything was yeah. under a hundred and most things were under fifty. Oh, okay. And they're going back to
1: that, and so they've did they, recommitted. Did they actually hear from customers? Yes. Or yeah, they just noticed people weren't coming in as I much. I think both. I yeah. think both.
0: I mean, not not that they're not coming in, but that those weren't the things that were moving and that customers were sort of like, "Uh, ah, you know, yeah. that's not really what we want from you, you know?" Right. And so they made an announcement that, "Hey, we've heard you. We've heard you. We've heard you." They heard, heard you. They heard you. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. They didn't say that. I yeah. just said that. Um and they're going back uh back to the cheap chic pledge everything under a hundred dollars successful yes and then on top of that they are introducing a new group of um stylist steals they're calling them stylist steals that are twenty dollars or less Oh, those are going to change out every single week. Like there's only I mean, it could be a it could be a T-shirt. It could be an accessory. I mean, it could be anything. Um, There's only a small handful of them. And when they're gone, they're gone. So new ones every week, um, you know, and they might be different at different stores. And when they're gone, they're gone. But. Again, to me, that's so smart because it's a way to kind of create excitement yeah. and a reason to go into the store frequently. They're good. They're right? Good. Because yep. you know things might be. They have now started selling online as well. Okay, they do have. Uh, yeah. It is e-commerce. I mean, it's new in the last, I don't know, year or so. Um, But anyway, I think that's, I think it's cool. I think it's cool that they were listening and responding to people. And it's cool that they are kind of staying true to who they are. Uh,
1: You can't blame people for trying something new and seeing if maybe that's going to work. Yeah. But um, their customers let them know. Exactly. That's great. Exactly. Okay. Okay, So that's that. Hope, do you shop at
0: Primp?
2: I have. I haven't been there for a while, but I like the new or going to like the stylist Style deals. deals. I think yes. that's smart.
0: Okay, that's your assignment this week. Will you okay, check out those stylist deals? I will. Report back. <laughs> I'll Let us hope you're excited. Hopefully, a good one. Yes. hopefully they're good, yeah. Right after you eat Stephanie March's croissants. Oh, well, hopefully Franzois. she, yeah, they yeah. have to deliver first. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <I won't
1: laughs> or maybe be- shop before you eat the croissants. <laughs> right? Croissants with pink sangria.
0: How would oh, that Sounds be? lovely. Wow. goodness gracious. So good.
1: <laughs> oh, my okay. gosh. All right. So Target's doing something interesting. They're doing several interesting things. They are. Things. They are. But, you know, we all, I'm sure, if you've watched the news at all, we know about Stranger Things and that famous hoodie, the uh, dino hoodie from the Science Museum. Yes. That suddenly showed up on D- Dustin, I guess. I don't yeah. watch. Do you mm-hmm. watch? Yes. Is it good? Would I like it? I don't know how to answer that.
0: I mean, I, you know, I mean, <laughs> okay. I think you would appreciate the show, but I think it's not your kind of show. Okay. It's not like Gidget goes
1: Hawaiian or anything It is like not that. like that. Okay. No, it is well, not Gidget. All right. Well, anyway, so that cool purple um, sweatshirt, mm-hmm. Target is now going to carry it later this month. It can't be too much later because we're now at February 24th, so we right. have too many days left. But they've teamed up with the museum and they're going to carry the original dino stamped hoodie and it's a unisex style and they are, I guess they have not. Yet said on Netflix exactly when season three is going to be released. Yeah.
0: They're keeping it very mysterious. So
1: they feel this will be something to, you know, get you excited. Meanwhile.
0: Yeah. And so I, I think, you know, one of the interesting things, if you remember when the whole frenzy broke out, when season two dropped on Netflix last yeah. fall, the... um Uh, Dustin was wearing that purple Science Museum of Minnesota (laughs) sweatshirt in the first episode. The Science Museum had no idea until they saw it. And so they had to just quick react. And they did. And they did a great job of getting those sweatshirts into production, getting them into stores. They sold right through them. And I love, I mean, it's kind of, I mean, you know, obviously Target is just sort of capitalizing on something that was already successful, but But I do. It's great
1: that they did that. I love
0: when Target is like willing to be like, this is our neighborhood. This is our city. The museum is just you know very close to our headquarters and and are they are they donating any of it are they doing anything for Um, the museum um well have they not said that i think they should i think they should donate a portion to the museum
1: not target did you hear me i think they should do that (laughs) they are doing some other styles too they're doing some stranger things uh tops and hoodies yeah and they're all there some of them are printed with the name of the kids fictional town which is Hawkins, yeah. Indiana. Yeah, they've
0: got one that says "Welcome to Hawkins," and the Hawkins is upside down. And they've got one that looks very kind of in keeping with the '80s. It's kind of a baseball style shirt with Stranger Things upside yeah. down, which is cute.
1: So anyway, they'll be online in late February uh, and in select Target stores, and the prices are great from twelve ninety nine to twenty four ninety nine. Yeah. So if
0: you didn't so, manage to get one, do you know what's so funny? What I'm not the first one or only one to um, ask this. I bet Target's going to get pressure because Target really they uh, they put a press release on their own like corporate website where they announced this and somebody else asked in the comments, did the Science Museum get a percentage of profits for the shirt or are they um, involved in the release? There's got to be some kind of partnership, don't
1: you think? They had to at the very least pay the Science Museum for their design. Something, something, of course they 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 must have. I think maybe somebody from Target will let us know. Right, maybe Uh, they will. We'll ask that. Okay, Um, but yes,
0: I think it's great if you miss the boat on getting the, the science museum sweatshirts flew out really quickly yeah. with the first shipment so this will be a, a nice way to get it. So them. do you want one? Um, I, your kids probably would. They, my kids don't watch the show. Is it not good for kids? Well I mean it's good for some kids. I mean like my old like um, not your younger one, my your older own. one who's 13 could but he doesn't mm-hmm. like scary stuff. And I know that oh, he wouldn't. Scary? And he wants to. And he feels like he knows a lot of his friends watch it. but, like, it just would creep him out too much. He it can't, all happened he can't do it. You have to know
1: Valley Fair. <laughs> one Halloween when he got scared that's what Yeah, he just that. doesn't
0: like scary stuff I get it I, I don't, don't either. either I don't either um, cool. there's more Target news um, we will and of course there's uh, Gigi Hadid who oh, thank always. goodness keeps us in business <laughs> so we'll get to all that when we get back you're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 107.1 welcome back you're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 107.1 thanks for tuning in I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom Harmony we were talking uh, Target news Target and strange things, but of course, Target is up to lots of things. Um, this week, we got a glimpse of the new brand launching. Yeah. Um, Opal House, which is a new home brand. Another Much, new Yeah, home I mean, brand. they've had
1: a lot of them, but this one's supposed to be more eclectic. and Yeah, very
0: colorful. Lots yes. of bright saturated yeah. colors, and um, it's going to uh, launch in April mm-hmm. at all stores, and yeah, I mean, it looks kind of, it looks a little... Um, I don't know, almost kind of Miami with, you know, like turquoise and pinks and yellows and just lots of pillows with fringe. Very kind of fashion inspired, I would say. Maybe it's a
1: little, do you think it's a little more fashion forward than some of the others? The the Definitely. Um, a lot magnolia. of patterns. Well, the Magnolia. magnolia the, what is it called, though? That's not what it's called. Magnolia. N- no, it
0: isn't. That. It, what is it's it called? It's called something else.
1: It's, it's um, it's Joanna and Chip Gaines. It's something home and yeah, Hearth, yeah, hearth. Hearth. yes, hearth and, hearth and home. home, hearth and home. go. It took three of us, <laughs> three. three. That right, and, get and that. that's a little and more, that's more farm. It is. It's a, it's a yes, farm.
2: One. Yes, oh,
0: indeed. Yes, indeed. But um, this is like picture, you know, green leafy wallpaper and bright pink, um, you know, towels and you know, yeah, good I color, good I, I, pattern. Yeah, that's all like you this. harmony, right there. that is harmony in a nutshell. Yes, I'm not on the farms. No, you're not. that's right. Definitely. So
1: here's the other thing they're doing. And I, I mean, Target is Target because of all these things that they are first to glom onto or realize that it's important. They've partnered with Honey Fund, which is a registry that actually started on, or it got, uh, I, I think, really got its start on Shark Tank. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is a registry service for cash gifts. So Target has sort of partnered with them. They've integrated their website with theirs so that they can, people can actually uh, give money on the same website or on on the same gift registry uh, as they can the gifts from Target Okay, and so, so wait, let's what, b- let's back I'm, up for a second. I was going okay. to Okay. I was going to back <laughs> up. I'm having a I know trouble I following. have a cold, yes. but I mean I'm trying. Yeah, okay. no, it's all good. Uh, it would seem that millennials and it's so interesting to me because this is so different because in my day, back in, you know, the Stone Age, mm-hmm. when you got married, Did they have guns to zap the price tags when you got married? No, you just used a no pencil. No scanners? So, you used a you pencil. You used a but they, did, they did have pencils. They so, did? Yeah. That's good. Yeah, did. Erasers, too? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, Excellent. they did. But anyway, so the point is that you registered for all of these things because you're starting. I was at my you house. we were starting your he home. He was at his house. Mm-hmm. We were going to be moving in together right. when we got married. Yes. And so we needed all of these pots needed, and pans mm-hmm. and dishes and all that. Well, nowadays millennials are living together long before they get married. I
0: don't think it's just millennials. I mean, I think Gen Zers were too. But
1: yes, I Gen think it's Z-ers only gotten young
0: I'm sorry, Gen Xers. Gen Xers.
1: Well, yeah, but it's even more so more prevalent now. Yes, people are okay. getting married later. So, they're setting up their own home. They're not right, waiting to and get a married. A lot of these people, because they've been living together, they've got all these things. Right. I mean they, they don't need a bread maker. Who does? I mean, that would really be the question. But anyway, so they don't really need all of these things or want them, but what they really want is money for honeymoons or for experiences, for plane tickets, or they want to remodel their kitchen or whatever. I'm right with them. Maybe I should
0: get married again. Oh. Did the same guy. I could do the same
1: okay. guy, yeah. <laughs> Okay, okay. <laughs> I just would like a slush fund for some remodels well, and some too. vacations. I would, too, and I've been married a lot longer than mm-hmm. you have. So the only thing that I guess um, I wonder about is when I'm giving a wedding gift, if I'm giving cash for a honeymoon fund, mm-hmm. they know what I'm giving, correct?
0: Like if you're giving
1: $100. Right, or, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As opposed to if I give a gift and i know your take is, well they they registered so well, they right. don't have much to the right you know exactly i mean no, it says right on don't. the registry that this sterling silver piece is $250 but Allison, yeah things are on sale many times things may be you may find it on macy's registry and then find on amazon that it's cheaper mm-hmm. and buy it. so you may not have to spend that same amount of money Okay. You know, I mean, I'm just saying as, you know, I, I don't know. I have a problem, not with certain people, but with some people. You don't I guess, like
0: to give cash. You, no. you like to give objects.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Or something that they know, you know. Well, and that target's it's idea that is, is to them. kind of piggyback
0: on right. this new sort of registry, which is all about money for your projects and your gifts or, uh, projects and your, um, uh, what was I going to say? Like home, home or whatever money they're saying you could do gifts, too. I mean, that's right. what Target they, brings they to the equation. Are,
1: right. They're they're saying that they're a partnership. There's not yeah. any money exchanging hands. But the idea is that people can, you know, do both right. on one register. Right, because their point is and, sort
0: of what you're saying, that yeah. people go there, and so maybe people are now deciding to do Honey Fund instead of Crate and Barrel, or yeah. instead of Macy's, and if they are only doing that, they might be missing out, because people like you are always going to want to give a bowl.
1: Well... I, <laughs> <laughs> Not a bowl, maybe a vase. A vase, a vase. A vase. I yes. would say vase, but we're on the radio, so yes. I'm saying vase. Uh-huh. But what I was going to say is the other thing and the advantage to Target is that you're giving that, but if it's for remodeling, then they're on your the Target sure. website. Sure, they're going to need a rug the in stuff. the new room. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I think they're smart to do this, but I think it's such an interesting change yeah. that has happened with I, registries. Okay, I, let's ask Hope. Okay. Let's ask hope. since I'm hope. the millennial. <laughs> yes, sorry, hope <laughs> no, that's hope, okay.
0: The millennial. Yes. Um, okay, so you probably are going to friends' weddings, right? Yes. Some. Yes. Yes. Uh, okay. Some. You, not that many. Not that many. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In my close circle, anyway. Um, do you give money or do you like to give a gift?
2: Well, it's funny that you brought like the my cousin. That's they didn't want gifts. Uh-huh. They wanted the money for the honeymoon, and I'm not like. In a rush to get married, yeah. But I think that's the way I would go. But my, I have a couple weddings this summer, and I think they're still kind of doing gifts. Mm -hmm. So, hope
1: here's the thing: if you say you'd like money, you were getting married, you would like money
2: for the honeymoon or a project. Sure. Yeah.
1: Somebody gave you fifty dollars, and then you're gonna look and say, "Oh, all they gave me was fifty (laughs) dollars." I'm not gonna d- be like <laughs> well, because, but, judging. It's all gonna be well, in a f-
2: like in the same all together. Adds up. I
1: know, but I just I don't. <laughs> you know. You can this. give
2: me a bowl, harmony.
1: I think oh, it's you're fine. way too
0: <laughs> hung up on the prices, and I think you're. Um, mm-hmm. it's kind of silly to think that people don't know what you're spending when you're giving them oh, a no, thing. I, I get. I get know. what you're saying, yeah. and there are times where I would rather give a thing than money too. Yeah, or where like the thing that I buy for eighteen dollars seems like. Like more than giving 18 or 20 or yeah. 15 dollars for well, a get, and, whatever and
1: not only that i mean i like the i still have things that i got as wedding gifts and i still can remember who gave them to me mm-hmm. and that's kind of nice as yeah. opposed to oh that five dollar bill i know that one was from allison right I mean, you know it just i don't know yes. but i guess she
0: it's, paid for my pretzels on the plane <laughs> ride to tahiti <laughs> Yes. Oh, somebody had to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I I hear you, but
1: um it's an interesting change. I don't know. Change.
0: Yeah. Uh 651-641-1071 if you have thoughts or how you handle giving uh giving wedding gifts in this day and age. Um there was another story that piggybacks right on that this week. Did you see this? The story about how millennials are ruining bed bath and beyond? Oh. I thought this was really funny. I mean, it's the same exact thing, that because millennials are waiting longer to get married. And again, I feel like, you know, we blame everything on the millennials. I know. I saw that
2: article and headline. I'm like, here we go again. But
0: this has been the (laughs) trend for before. The millennials were in junior high and this was already the trend. What are the
1: age of millennials? I always forget.
0: Well, millennials, a lot of them
2: are now, they're now... Um, I'm in my mid twenty, or er, actually, yeah. I'm getting later, later 20s. Oh, and we then, can just
1: go with mid, <laughs> 30,
2: There's 30-year-olds 30 that are considered yeah, millennial. Right.
0: I mean, a lot of millennials okay. have... Ba- the upper half of millennials okay, are married th- with children at this point. Oh, Into really? their 30s, yes. But because people are uh, waiting longer, this now William Sonoma and yeah, Bed All Bath & is- Beyond are blaming them well, right. and saying that they're the reason why... Um, um people aren't buying as many kitchen appliances right, and home goods as they used to. This
1: is all part of the but, same story. But the only because thing that, they all have them But already. the only
0: thing that doesn't make sense with that is maybe they're not registering for them, but if they're not registering, it's because they already have them. So maybe they're just not selling the stuff. Maybe William Snowman, Bed Bath and Beyond just aren't selling the stuff that millennials want. Oh, well, good really, point. you know what I mean? The reason to not register isn't because you don't want that stuff anymore, it's because you, you, between you and your spouse, you yeah. already have that but stuff. But don't
1: you think? I mean, I guess what I remember is that all right, I was really, you know, old fashioned and still lived at home. Mm-hmm. Um, but my husband lived on his own, so yes. he had stuff. And but maybe, did you let him keep any of that stuff? It's down the basement, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, Uh, Maybe it's that you want new stuff. I I guess I feel like, you know, you're starting fresh and you want maybe you didn't spend that much on dishes. But now you'd really like to have nice at Blueprint Print Registry, which is another service like this. And we have Stephanie
0: on the line who we're going to talk to in a minute about Honey Fund. But at Blueprint Registry, 70 percent of couples now register for at least one cash gift. Yeah. such as a honeymoon, plane ticket, or a contribution to help with a remodeling project. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's see what Stephanie has to say about Honey Fund. Hi, Stephanie.
2: Hi. Um, I did a Honey Fund um, for my wedding, which was about four years ago. My husband was um, 36 when we got married, and I was 29. So we had stuff to get rid of, frankly, when we uh, moved in together. Mm-hmm. Um and so, you know, I had registered at some other stores, and I tended to get some of those more gift gifts at like my shower and different things like that. And there was a couple of things that my, my husband wanted that he registered for as well. But we did a honey fund. And the cool thing about a honey fund is you don't just have to give cash, you can actually register specifically for things you want to do. Um, and while the gift is actually cash to put towards that, you, um, somebody can pick out, you know, I want to give you know, champagne in your room when you arrive or dinner on the beach, for example, and you can put a monetary amount on each of those gifts on your honey fund. Oh. And what we what we did in order to kind of, um, kind of fulfill that thank you on some of those gifts that people had registered for uh, or had given us was in my thank yous, I sent back a picture of us actually doing that thing on oh, our honeymoon. Oh, nice. I love that. Yeah. So we we had like dinner on the beach one night um, that was given to me by a group of my coworkers, and we went deep sea fishing, which um, my aunt and uncle had chipped oh, in on. So his there boat. you go. Answers yeah. my Great mother's idea. question
0: and it is memorable. Good thanks idea, thanks for sharing that, Stephanie. Thank you. We have to take a quick break. I'm sorry to, to cut it short. But if you if you hang on, I know others have thoughts on the whole registry thing. So if you hang on, we'll get to that right after this. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 107.1. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. And we were talking about the new trends in gift registries and how people want the money. They want money and less gifts and stores are getting frustrated. Target is teaming up with one of the registries known for mainly cash gifts and trying to go that way. Other stores are just whining about how millennials are ruining their business. Um, Patty had a thought or question on the topic. Thanks for being so patient, Patty. Patty.
2: Thank you. Um, my, qu- I actually have a question. I do love Harmony's idea of that if you give a gift and they're going to remember it forever, that's a very cool thing. But I am a money giver. And my question is this. My mom taught me that when we are invited to a wedding that I am to call or go online and find out how much the dinners are that they have oh, purchased yeah. and then I if there's two of us coming I'm supposed to double it add on for a little bit of drinks and give that amount of money which always ends up to be close to 100 or 125 what is etiquette on that that is so I have, interesting. Yeah, I can't believe oh,
1: you
0: really do that research. I, you know I, I have heard of that. I have heard well, of that many times. I have that, definitely yeah. heard that that's about what you should figure. That when yeah. you're thinking about a gift, you think about how much, you know, how much your presence there costs. Right. But, I, but I've but i never known anyone who actually does the research. Okay. I love that. You're like a detective. <laughs>
2: do you know that when I call places, I've had a couple of people at golf, you know, golf clubs say to me yeah, i I received those calls about, you know, three times a wedding. So that's so
0: fascinating.
2: Good. Well, and you know, the other thing, Patty, I
0: re I, that I would say is like, I remember being invited to a couple of like super, super fancy schmancy weddings where, you know, oh, they're spending like way yeah. more than the average. And I'm like, good for them. But that doesn't, yeah. that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to raise exactly. what I give. You have to give what's comfortable for you. But I do think that's still basically the standard that etiquette experts talk about. But, I, I think. You're right on. Okay. Yeah, that. I mean, thinking about it in terms yeah. of about what it costs for you to be there.
2: That's yeah. what I was thinking. Well, could yeah. You guys just you know confirm that. And I again, I love Harmony's idea. I might consider buying a gift from now on because I like the fact that you're... You know, how many years have you been married, Harmony? Uh, and you're still
1: remembering. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, yes, I
2: do. All right, thanks for calling,
1: Thank Patty. Um, yeah, that is a that is that's a good one. Well, I think it, it. You know, it does depend, like you say. We all have, you know, many of us have probably been to weddings that are super over the top, and you know couldn't possibly it's fun to go but getting, yeah exactly yeah, but you can't yeah you know, and, I do, and i don't think you should have to feel that way no either no and there are some that probably are the other end and that you feel like no i got to give more than that yeah so you know yep. absolutely not bad though
0: all right well it is that time in the show oh boy we have others who want to talk about this do we need to stay on this topic and not do our uh who's
1: look maybe we'll do whose
0: do we later? know
2: I have to get well, their names if you want me to, and their info.
1: Okay. All oh, okay. right.
0: We can do that. Um, all right. Well, we well we can uh, hold off for just a minute on whose look. Um, maybe it's for the best since my mother wants to talk about vagina mohawks. Oh, that, I
1: thought that was later in the program. Uh,
0: yes, we yeah, will we save can. that for for later. <laughs> yeah. But um, let let's go ahead, and we'll, we'll if there are others, we can always come back. Um, at the top of the hour is when we love to take questions and thoughts and comments, and so we can always um, get back to the, the wedding issue then as well um, but it is that time in the show where we generally take a look at a trend from all angles and give it a yay or a nay or say let's go for it, it's whose look is it anyway
1: Give she's wearing that outfit it's time for the shop girls to ask, can I ask you something whose look is it anyway
2: ooh, ooh, ooh,
1: which one do you want to start with mom I think we should start with um, blazers
0: and belts. Let's do it. Okay? Because... Uh, Look, you will never, ever wear, because I know you.
1: Absolutely You don't wear blazers, you don't wear belts. You're not going to wear the two of them together. For sure, I won't (laughs) be wearing them. But during New York Fashion Week, excuse me, all of the editors seemed to be wearing the street style scene, which they always are, you know, taking lots of pictures of. They were showing, everybody was wearing a blazer cinched with a statement belt. This was the big, surprising, popular look. And they were doing um, long, skinny kind of belts and waist-hugging corsets. And there was even one who got extra cool points, they said, for screaming, um, the one screaming with a Gucci logo. It was only $450 belt around their blazer. Um, And... They they suggested in, in style that you're not limited to one specific blazer style. You could have a boxy check print. You could have a solid, you know, doesn't matter what fabric. I, not being a real blazer person um, and being short-waisted... I just don't really think that would be a look that I would choose. Now, seeing some of the pictures, there were some that... They look great. Yeah. No, some of them looked really good. Yeah. And this kind of... Um, it's kind
0: of a new twist on a couple of pieces that you probably already own.
1: Right. And this sort Give of... Give it a new look. Is, it, it sort of um, is in the same vein as they're saying that the this is the blazer look is absolutely the one thing that every professional woman has to have in her... Wardrobe. now I know you love blazers I do and you feel they're like so it versatile is a finished look when I do you put it on I do but I think there's a difference we've seen between saying a blazer and a jacket.
0: You know well, what I mean, I, mean I like both some I I have a lot of jackets I have some that are a little more blazery but I think it's also about how you wear it and if you're pairing it with jeans and a t-shirt or you know I mean you can wear them so many it different can ways be very
1: versatile yeah, yeah I just
0: I like the I like it basically to pull together casual pieces generally yeah. that's how I do it and in my line of work I can generally get away with that I'm not usually wearing you know suits I'm right. not I'm, I'm not wearing it with a skirt pencil skirt and making it really, you know, office formal. Yeah. I But I just feel like, you know, I, if I'm wearing a, a blouse or even like a tank top and jeans and you put that jacket on, boom, all of a would sudden you, it's like a finished would look. Would you
1: wear a that belt? That I can wear many different places. Many. Many. Would, <sighs> would you wear a belt on it?
0: Uh, um, I mean, I do. I have in the past occasionally worn belts. I don't feel like I've been wearing a lot of belts lately. No. I... I'm not sure. I mean I and and the truth is this works best obviously with a slightly longer jacket too. Yeah. Yeah. And I and that is another thing that's coming back kind of the more boxy oversized. And I feel a little bit that's a <laughs> I, I haven't gone that route.
1: I love it on some of the younger girls that I yeah. see wearing it, but Tall I feel and thin helps. exactly. Yeah. yeah, I guess that I just am not the um, jacket type. But if you are, I think it would be a fun one to try. Yeah, especially and if you have
0: yeah those longer shoes. ones. And I think this is a great time to try a vintage jacket, the yeah. boxier, bigger style. Totally okay. coming back. I'm gonna do it. Let's do it. Okay, we will be back. We will do another hour of Shop Girls. Get ready to give us a call after this.